Hey, my besties, take some time out to sit back, relax, and chat with us. Ranging from all kinds of topics, such as relationships, friendships, social media, self-care, spirituality, attaining your dreams, and just navigating life with the support of your besties. We started this podcast to make healthy girl talk more common and a form of therapy for young women and even men who may need the company. See if you can relate to our podcast and laugh with us, because what's life without laughing? You can even be featured on the podcast by sending us an email. We want to be your new besties. Come and chat with us. If you'd like to leave us reviews, tips, or contact us for anything, email us at bestietalkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at bestietalk underscore. New episodes every other Friday. We can't wait to hear from you. Sincerely, your new besties, Maya, Leah, and Cece. Yeah. All right, we in this thing. Perfect. Like chicken wings. Yeah, buddy. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Bestie Talk. Um, today we're going to be talking about controlling versus leading. And we also have two special guests. So I'm just going to pass it over to C so she can introduce them. Hey, y'all. So we got two guests, my two brothers, Silky, a.k.a. Brian. <laughs> All I ask is don't call him Silky Smooth or whatever. Mm-mm. And then we got Dre. <laughs> they can't call you Silky. <laughs> then we got Dre. So we invited Brian and Dre because they're very knowledgeable young brothers, got a lot of wisdom, got a lot of things to say, that's for sure. They know how to talk. <laughs> Um, so yeah, super excited. We're speaking on leading versus controlling, specifically in relationships. And this is episode five, episode cinco. So let's get Ooh. it. We're gonna start. <laughs> we're gonna start with pulling a car from the skin deep um card edition. I have the friends edition, so we're gonna pull from me because last episode we pulled from Maya's healing edition. Indeed, so I'm gonna ask you, Mr. Dre. <laughs> They already laughing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to focus. I, I, got my, I got my vegetable juice right here, so I'm, 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 I'm in character. Okay. I'm sorry. We healthy. <laughs> we healthy. All right, I'm going to ask you, left or right? Left or right? Um, I'm right-handed. Let's go left. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Threw me off. Look, right, I thought he was about to say left. I'm right-handed, so let's go right. Right. <laughs> I'm going to start shuffling through the cars. Brian, say you want to stop. All right. Um, okay. Stop. Okay. The editing of oh, this is about to go crazy. I'm going to just leave it all in so that they know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dysfunctional right. family. <laughs> this is a dysfunctional dog. She is wilding. Okay, this question says, what can Wait, I help no. you with? Wait, no. Did he say stop? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, I, I, thought she was, I thought she was cheating. Calm down. Okay, let me. She wants attention. Do, do y'all care if she gets That's in the video? Okay. Right no, we don't, don't care. care. Right, just bring her in. There you go. Now, 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 now. Oh, hi, Nikita. So, so now, now they see you. Now they see you. Because you want all this attention, and, and now, now you're in the camera and you act the shot. So, Nikita, <laughs> so look, oh, look, look. Okay. I want to go get cash. Cash locked up. I had to lock him up. <laughs> cash <Locked> up. <laughs> They don't let me out. At all. Right. I, I, mean, I thought about that, but I was like, uh, I, I want you to be able to be in the frame, too. Yeah, it's all good. Because, you know, you, you, you were handsome, dark-skinned brother. So you get all right, all right. <laughs> Y'all are annoying. <laughs> all right. 
we pulled this card that says, what can I help you with right now? Mm, that's, a good, that's a good question. What can I help you with right now? Yeah. This is a friend's okay. edition. Okay. okay. Um, for me, you to continue to be positive and continue to be this right ray of sunshine. Um, mm-hmm. Continue to laugh at my TikToks because <laughs> I know I'll be sending TikToks and sometimes I'm like, dang, who am I going to send them to? And then I send them to the group chat and I know for sure you're going to respond. I'm so. here no matter what, whether it's serious <laughs> or not serious. <laughs> my dog. Um, what can you help me with right now, Maya? I mean, you were just talking about how you were praying over me. Continue doing that, okay? That's the <laughs> ultimate help. Keep praying over your sister, please. And what can I help you two with? These two knuckleheads. I'm playing. <laughs> um, I don't know. I want y'all to, to answer that. What can I help you with? Because I have some things that come to my mind, but it's not like nothing deep. Mm, Lisa, do you want to go first, sir? No, no, A comes for a B, bro. Be first. Be first. <laughs> I do want to point out, I love you, Jay. Brian been on his stuff right now with continuing to schedule phone calls because y'all sister been going through it out here. But I know you're both busy, so like, that's a lot. The fact that y'all take the time to check up on me and stuff, whether it's text or FaceTime. So I appreciate that. Well, one, no, one, let me tell you, thank you. And two, I'm going to tell you, that's something that he's better at. He's better than me at that. I need to get better at that because, like, mm-hmm. um, I'll, of course, I'll text you, but he's more proactive about setting up an actual call. And I need to get better about that because a lot of times a text doesn't suffice. But we're the same, Jay. Like, I'll text someone first before I call them. And so, I know. I know. Because I do that's... the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm we're like, running. I'm always running. But that's not. Yeah. I, I try to I try to use being busy to justify it, but I, but I do understand that certain conversations need to be had over phone. Now, technology has afforded us the opportunity to send voice text because that's what me and you did last time we had deep. We do that a lot, yeah. Yeah, and that I'm grateful for that. But I do have to be more accountable and set up calls, like 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 Big Elder beside me does. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do appreciate that, though, Brian. Um, that's. That's that's the area he's real good in, and, and I will say I do appreciate that too because I realize we all go through a lot, and I think the thing that we probably can help each other the most with right now is probably accountability, and I'm gonna talk about that a lot mm-hmm. tonight because I mm-hmm. think we keep each other accountable even when we don't realize it. Like I'll mm-hmm. be in a situation, and before I make a bad decision, my first thought is, "What would the people I love think of me?" So of course I'm thinking mm-hmm. about you. I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about rest in peace to the goat. I'm thinking about Levi back, of course, okay. when Levi was living. And I'm just thinking about the people who are closest to me. And I'm like, you know what? They wouldn't make this decision. So why am I, why am I making this bad decision? Mm-hmm. So we know each other accountable in ways that we don't even realize. So I think that's the best thing we probably could do for each other at all times. Probably hints them forevermore. You know what I'm saying? I have the same thought process, typically. So that's why I don't really wild out anymore. <laughs> anymore is wild. I- <laughs> <laughs> I-, I love the transparency. Cause same here. Same here. I used to yeah. um, This is a safe space. Yeah. Use to touch the block with a vengeance. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> not a vengeance. Look, not a vengeance. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. This is okay. a very safe space. I'm a joke a lot, but I never touch the block with a vengeance. One thing I'm grateful for is um since like like CC said, since high school I've, I've been around a good group of, good group of friends. So we had our phases, but 
a lot of wild things I never we never really got into because we always kept each other accountable since back then. And it wasn't a thing of trying to fit in with others because we had each other. So I'm like, well, I'm trying to fit in with these weird niggas who don't know themselves. I got a squad who's very accountable already. I'm good. Yeah. So Preach. that part was a blessing. Word, that part was a blessing. Preach. These weird niggas out here, never mind. That's <laughs> later, later, later on the podcast. Later, later on the podcast. It was a great. All right, part. Brian. Um, there's a saying I adopted. See, he come with the wisdom. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> There's a saying I adopted in the high school. Um, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of uh, grew up off Wally and J. Cole, but uh, it's a saying yeah. that my said, huh? None. Oh, my fault. Oh, fault. I thought I you. you feel me? Oh, the, the same Wally once said, if if it don't make your niggas proud, that it ain't allowed. And I kind of adopted that. So, like, kind of what Dre said. I like that. You feel mm-hmm. me? I like it's that. Proud, it's not yeah, allowed. We've always said that since they want. Exactly. It's true. But like Dre was saying about accountability, um, I always try to like, like even when I just walk out of the house, I always try to conduct myself in a manner that it will like, I will make sure that my, like my, my family be proud of me. Mm-hmm. Even if it's kind of like, I, I got it, I, I instilled it in my head so much. It's kind of like a, it's like an afterthought. Yeah. And like, I'm like, let's say I'm walking through Target or something. And like, you know, you know how you shopping, you just <laughs> deep in thought. You know what I'm saying? Is it, I don't know if it's just me. No, but, no, 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 you're right. Like, I might be going through Trader Joe's or Target, and I'm just, like, deep in thought, thinking about life and Same. all that. Same. Like, and, like, I, I, I'm, like, I'm looking at chips, but I'm really thinking about... Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> you're you looking at women, you're <laughs> thinking about your future? <laughs> like you said, though. Like, yeah. Thinking about, like, like how to break generational curses. Exactly. But I'm, but I'm really... <laughs> like, I, got, I got a bag full of mangoes, and I'm, th- I'm thinking about the prison. And, uh, the industrial and complex, facts. <laughs> 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 That's true. It's true. Yeah, no, but y'all laughing, and that's literally how y'all are. Like y'all, my, I feel like you guys' mind is just constantly going. Got to. It is. Yeah. Thinking about every detail. Got to. Lord knows. Quick sidebar, CC. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna expose the ball here for a moment. Um. Do it. Come on, milk that. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna send you one of these. The gold. Yes. Send me I, one. I, I'm gonna send you one. Um. We got them in every color. These are the hats for for the album. Me and Levi. They. They, we got them in every color. Yes. color. When you dropping the album? We already dropped it. I, I, oh, I, y'all already I, dropped it? Yeah, I'll explain that. It, it has over, over a million plays on Spotify right now. Over oh. a million. Y'all hear that? We, over uh, a million. Go ahead. We can get go it. Go ahead and drop that. I'm saying, like, drop yeah. the, it's actually, what's the name of it? So I it's called song from it. It's called Two Goats. That's where we at right now, if it shows. <laughs> Come on. Wait, wait. We can easily get it. To... Where are you feeling? But it's the album I did with, with our brother who passed away recently. And when I, um, um, his name is Levi. And um, he was a musician, much like us. Um, he was a poet. Um, I grew up playing the drums, playing the piano. Silky was a musician himself. He played the bass guitar. Too smooth. Mm-hmm. All of it just real smooth. But um, um, Levi, he was another one like CC. CC would tell you. Long time brotherhood. Held each other accountable. Even through the ups and the downs. But he um he had a couple of health conditions and he eventually had a heart transplant. It didn't last long term, so he ended up passing away. And um we finished that album six months before he passed away. And I'm grateful because now his family has that. And now for me, that's like one of the highlights. I'm going to continue to make music as a musician because I love music and I feel like that's part of my purpose. But for me, that's one of the highlights of my career because I can say me and my brother did something. Mm-hmm. And he was able to see it almost touch a million before he passed. And then it's done so much better since he passed. I wish he was able to see that, but all praise is the most high regardless. It's not even about that. It's about the message in the music anyway. So um, 
we can get into that later, but I did want to share that. Cause shout out to Levi. Shout out to the goat. Basically. Shout out to Levi. We love shout you so much, Levi. Levi. Word. Rest in peace to the goat. I'm, but I'm saying off his name. I'm not gonna make this emotional though. So thank you so much. I'm off that now. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. We love him. Um, I was about to say something that was on my mind. I just lost my train of thought. Was it was it a response oh. to what you said about being a target? No, absolutely not. I wanted, but it is about Silky though. When this drops, when this podcast episode drops, it'll be the twenty second, which is Ooh. one day before his birthday. So we're gonna give him a little Uh-oh. birthday shout out now. Happy, Happy birthday, early big birthday! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I'm gonna and share this podcast so many times on Instagram. <laughs> they're gonna block me. <laughs> he's gonna be like, if I watch his story one more time, <laughs> and he got this link in his in his joint. <laughs> Come on and I'm run up Andre's place. So we can get over two million. For real. Oh yeah, we're gonna get there. Yeah. I'm telling Too you, easy. all praise the Most High. We've been growing. Like um, since since the album dropped, I got about fifteen thousand more followers on Instagram and about it was the same on Spotify. So mm-hmm. now That's okay, good. it's crazy. We almost have forty thousand on Instagram now. I'm trying to keep growing. But yes, too sir. Easy. Too easy. Too easy. Look, I'm gonna have to follow y'all once I'm once I'm off the podcast. Oh, look, yeah, that's one thing Dre gonna give you is Instagram. <laughs> whether we in Olive Garden, whether we in Walmart, like, we gonna get everybody Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, in, in my wallet, I keep business cards. People, people are like, yo, how do you get forty thousand followers? I'm like, bro, keep a business card, right? And on the back of it, put your Instagram, bro. Mm-hmm. Hand on the business card. Be like, look, just look real serious, and then it works. Everybody, right. always, I, people always follow me, and I follow them back. It works every time. And you said that Maya in, a, in an earlier episode, you were like, "That's how people get so many followers is by networking and just constantly yeah. Yeah. giving an Instagram handle." Yeah, no cap. Word. Let's get into it. Um, Maya has some really good questions. Ooh, that, let's get into it. Yeah. All right. So like the first the question is, "What would y'all define leading as?" So. Ooh. Leadership itself, like the word, or like go into detail as to what the role of a leader would be. Like, let's just speak in context of relationships. Okay, in context yeah. of relationship, what would a leader look like? Um, you want to go first, Big Bro? Sure. I was I was just about to ask that question because I I was showing up finna put the real definition of it and then go. Well, I, I, I was in the web. <laughs> <laughs> as far as relationship, um. I, I like I told CDs before off, off the podcast. I look, I try to look through everything through the, like a biblical lens. Facts. And that's what I was about to get into. Let's get into it. Oh, all right. See, I need you to tell me how 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 deep am I allowed to go on this podcast on a scale of one to ten? I feel like this podcast Listen. is a very comfortable podcast. So what? Yeah, if this I say our exactly, podcast. we do what oh. we want. Yes. Because listen, it's going to be someone who is appreciative of what, of what you're saying. So. Exactly. They will relate to it. Bad, bad, bad. You're right. You're right. So, um, you know that prayer, um, um, our Father of Jordan, heaven, hallowed be thy name, a kingdom come that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So, when you look at the Father, when you look at how he conducted himself throughout the, throughout the Bible, um, like reprimanding Israel, reprimanding his children for going against them. I look at that as well. That's that's you know I'm, I'm that's a father's position, but even even throughout the scriptures, he refers to Israel as his wife because it's like a lot of times Israel can't when when went behind his back 
dealt with other guys, like a woman, Something like so, a woman cheating on her husband. That's yeah, adultery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the Most High was, he continuously showed forgiveness, like for thousands of years, continuously showed forgiveness. He still laid down law. He's like, look, this is this is what uh, this is what I require. Either you do it, you do it, you get blessed. You don't do it, you already know what's coming. You know what I'm saying? So I think taking from that. Um, being in a relationship, being the head of house, being the head of your relationship, you should lay down law. You should lay well. Lay, if you don't like the word law, lay down rules. Law, same different. <laughs> um, lay down, lay down the guidelines. Lay down <laughs> where, you want, where you want your relationship to go. Absolutely. What's your goals, so on and so forth. Like you got to be. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him take the rest. I'm gonna let him take the rest. <laughs> um, hard shoes to walk in. Um. <laughs> You better respect your elders. And that's why it's that's why me and CCL like this, because we're on the same page. Um I think um I think it's three main things leaders should do. Um there's a coaching model that I teach our clients. Um whether I'm in the gym training or whether I'm working with um some of the people, some of the autistic children that work. Um I'm a certified brain health trainer in my job. So when I'm working with people with different cerebral conditions, there's a coaching model, tell, show, do. And um, I believe a leader should embody that coaching model um, and in a biblical sense. And when I say tell, show, do, I'm going to tell you the boundaries and the guidelines for this. And these are going to be righteous guidelines because the scripture says a man must submit himself to Christ first for anything else. So when I say tell, show, do, the tell is the scriptures. We both can look at these guidelines. The show is me as a leader showing you first that I am going to abide within these boundaries. I'm going to abide within these guidelines. And then do is giving you an opportunity to do it back and to show me that you're able to do it too. So that's why I say, um, I, I, feel like, I, feel, I feel like as a leader, we should embody that in all we do in our relationships. If, if, if I tell my, my woman or my wife or my fiance, whoever, this is the standard of communication, this is, this is the standard of vulnerability, then I need to show her that first before I'd expect, before I expect it back. And then I give her a chance to do it. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one example, but that has to be across the board and intimacy, vulnerability, whatever, whatever subject we're talking about as a leader, I got to tell you, I got to show you, and then I got to allow you to do it too. And, and have grace. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. I hope I- so, to speak to that, like, a huge reason as to why I want a man of faith and a man who loves God has that relationship is because I want a man who I can hold him accountable to something. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so as to what you're saying, you're being the example, you're setting an example and you're using Jesus Christ as your example to, you know, the Bible. So I just feel like if I have a, a man who does not have faith and is not striving to be Christ-like, what can I hold him accountable to? Nothing. Nothing. Like he can Nothing. do whatever. But I just wanted There's to no put that nugget standard. in there. That's yeah. wisdom. There's no moral standard, and 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 that's the key. Like a lot of people say, well, how can you? But it, a lot of people say it's pretty controlling of you to say your wife has to believe in Christ or your wife has to be baptized. And I'm like, well, you you you, you err because you lack knowledge. I'm not trying to be offensive, but what you don't understand is if if there's no moral standard. Or more mm-hmm. value, values and ethics to hold somebody to. Even Maslow has a high, high, hierarchy of a hierarchy of ethics. So oh my I, gosh, I'm actually learning about that right now because I'm clepping some classes. That's no, crazy. No, you, <laughs> but that's my point. Even hierarchy of values, 
And I tell people all the time, if, if you don't have that hierarchy of values in your life, then there's no moral standard to hold you to. And that's, okay. that's why we can look at certain people and we can say, how can certain people do, do some of this sick, evil, sadistic stuff? Or how can certain people be cheaters? How can certain people do certain things because they never had that set of values in the first place and we did? That's what makes us. And there's no disrespect to them. But if you want to be a part of my team, as for me and my house, like Paul said, we're going to serve the most house. So you got to figure it out. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I love that. Sex. You got something? I also want to ask, though, like, if you're setting the standard for certain things. Yes, ma'am. Do you allow input? Absolutely. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I mean, because this okay. is not a dick. going to make that it's clear. Good. Look, that's good. <laughs> they not crazy. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, yo, chill out. <laughs> they gonna take this input. <laughs> that's good. Big silky first. Big silky first. I'm still trying to be careful with what I do and don't say. I, even though y'all said it's cool, but um, so he do this every time. I'm almost done my vegetables. I got to be careful. Um, so. Once again, with that biblical lens, when you look at like uh, Abraham and Sarah, Abraham, I said Abraham, is Abraham and Sarah. You know, that boy, Elder Relax. Relax. When you look at that biblical lens, Abraham, um, when you look at how Sarah gave her handmaid to Abraham to have another child, mm-hmm. um, and as the child got older, God came to him like, nah, that's not the one you want to give my promise to. You want to have a child with your wife who's like now 99, I believe, or something like that. She was and, old. Exactly. She was old. <laughs> she was old. Hey, <laughs> that's what we do know. She was, she was I ain't gonna lie to you. She was you damn know it's crazy. Damn there she was still the most beautiful woman in the world. You said what? Come on. Come she on, most beautiful. beautiful. She was. She was, bro. That's, and that's, that's what's so amazing. When we, when we read these stories, that's an excellent point you made, bro. We forget about we forget about the reality of her age and how beautiful she still actually was. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's crazy. And when you look at how, like, I think at the time where when she did get pregnant, um, what was it right before the? No, it was right before she got pregnant. Was it before when she when she? All right, so let me let me tell the story, and Jay can help me um, um, iron out the wrinkles. Um, so the handmaid started coming against Sarah, the, mm. the wife. She was and and she was like trying to buck on her, and she came to Abraham. She was like, "Look, you gotta get this woman out because she yeah, wild." Yeah, yeah. That was after she had already had. Okay, so it was after. I just want to make sure. So she was wild and she was like, You got to get her out. Abraham was like, Look, that's your handmaid. Do what you got to do. He was like, So Abraham, mind you, at the time, he was such a man of power. He had, he could call an army of 300 men at, at, at a whim if he wanted to. So he had, he had power to go wage war at on, on tomorrow, like the next day, if he felt like, you know what I'm saying? So he could have easily um, got rid of her or, you know, just told her to leave himself. But he, he put, he not only listened to his wife, he said, all right, I'm listening to you, and I'm also giving you the, the authority to get rid of her as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, because he could have he kept that woman and the child in the house because he loved them because he did have a child with them, and he did raise that child. I think he's like okay. 20 or 30 years old at that age. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you you definitely listen to your wife. Definitely definitely listen to your, well, yeah, we, we only don't, the end goal is marriage. So we only gonna, I'm only going to say wife this whole this whole yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, let's speak that. Wife and husband. Wife let's and set their standards. Straight up. Period. Um, to bring more clarity to what he's saying, because he's speaking all facts. Um, mm-hmm. I think the point he's making is that with, with all the power that Abraham had, even in those days where Abraham didn't have to get his wife's opinion, when, when you look at multiple examples, Abraham, he, 
his house wasn't a dictatorship. He he sat down with his wife and they they discussed everything together. They made decisions together. She she was a handmaid that um of course had bared him a son, and she and she basically came to him and was like, look, Shorty Wildin', she, she a snake for real for real. Okay, how she in front of you acting? Get her out the house. <laughs> and I I think I think a lot of people they forget why why they're so significant to the scriptures. It's multiple reasons that that part is important. That part is important because of who Ishmael was and who Isaac was, but it's even more important because it shows the dynamic in Abraham and Sarah's marriage. Okay. All the power. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. With all the power um, and influence that Abraham had, his wife still can come to him and say, I think this is the decision you should make. And him still change his mind and say, okay, this is the decision I'm making because my wife gave her input. And I think, um, I think there's a misconception when people talk about how a man leads a household. I think that's a good example of what it should be like. I'm not making any decisions without my wife. Although me being a man, I can say in some situations, I do want the final decision. I'm not making those decisions without my wife. I'm not going to walk in and be like, we moving to Texas because I feel like moving to Texas. Girl, pack your bags. No, I'm going to sit down with my wife and we're going to hash out all these details together because she's a virtuous woman. I think she's a Proverbs 31 woman in the first place. That's why I married her. So I'm I'm going to rely on that wisdom and we're going to come to these conclusions together. And once we come to it in the public eye, I'm going to be the one standing, standing. You execute. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. In the public eye, facts, you see this perfect, perfect words. I'm going to be the one executing 10 toes down. Like me and my wife said this, fight me about it. This how, this how we going to move. But (laughs) I'm going to be talking at the round table. Like, look, let's make this happen. You feel me? You got to cut the joint on, bro. My fault. Thank, you, thank you, Bill. Um, right. okay. You, you had a question. Yeah, I did. But if you still got to talk, y'all living more. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Dropping gems. I was about to say because y'all okay. speaking facts. So my next question is: Do you think in today's time, marriages are valued or held to the same standard as they are in the Bible? Definitely, no way. Definitely Hell no. Not at all. That's why the and divorce rate out of me. World. It's fine. Um, I went first last time. You go ahead. Bro. All right. Um, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, three reasons. Um, you know what? I, I do this three reasons thing with everything. I mean, I'm a, I think the first reason is overstimulation and ungratefulness. I think technology mm-hmm. has put us the access to so many people in this society that we always tell ourselves it's more efficient to see. I can hop on Instagram right now and I'm not trying to flex my follow account. I can I can look through my DMs and find somebody attractive. But mm-hmm. I think the reality of that is that's that's a shallow connection. But we put so much into those things that the the value of finding somebody and the beauty of spending the rest of my life with somebody through the ups and through the downs and working through that, a lot of that is kind of knocked to the side because I have so many options now. I can if, if I don't like the, the way my wife cooked, I can hop on Instagram and find somebody who cooks better. When marriage was never about that. Marriage was about yeah. meeting them on that level and growing with that person. Marriage was about building legacy. Christ said yeah. two can't be together unless they agree. You know what I'm saying? But social media and not just social media, but the technology and the environment has now overly stimulated us to the point where, where we're now ungrateful for what we once was grateful for. I think that's one of the first reasons. I think the second reason is um, lack of morals and values, like we talked about earlier. Being that we, being that we've lost those Ten Commandments type biblical standards, 
there's no reason to uphold a biblical thing. I mean, the first marriage was Adam and Eve. That union was established between the Most High God, Adam, and his wife. And if that was the example for a marriage should be forever, it would make sense that a world that doesn't quite believe in the Most High God anymore loses the value of marriage also. Because that was something that God established in the first place. So if we lose God, we also lose what he establishes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The third point is, well, how can I word this without sounding crazy? Um, too much freedom for men and women. Oh, much mm-hmm. And you know where I'm going. There's a scripture that says, um, there's a scripture in Apocrypha that says your daughters will abuse themselves through too much liberty. And I think this is the freest society we've ever lived in with the least amount of rules. But we're the most unhappy because with rules and standards comes structure. And I think with structure comes responsibility Mm -hmm. and purpose. And and I think a lot of us lack... (laughs) Come on. Oh, you had to... (laughs) Look at y'all. Minds and think. Look, <laughs> come on, you're a real one. I think, I think I, you're a real one. I think, I think with structure comes responsibility and purpose. And I, I think in a society that's so free, where I can wake up one day and just say, I have the freedom to go choose this and choose that and do whatever I want to do and lose all this responsibility. Not understanding when I lose my responsibility, I lose my purpose. Like, that's why the Bible says a man that doesn't work, he doesn't eat. I mean, no disrespect, but if you're a man and you haven't built your legacy protecting your family and, and providing for your family, I'm questioning, like, what's your legacy, bro? What are you really doing? So it's just one of those things where it's like, in this modern society, all those values have truly been lost. I think that's why marriage isn't valued, because marriage comes with those values. Mm-hmm. Marriage is the only logical end game for those values. If the most I said be fruitful and multiply, marriage is the only route to do that, righteousness. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just one of those things where... um. Because we lose those values in him, we lose those. We lose the positive things that come with that marriage being probably the most positive thing that came with that mm-hmm. outside of Christ's sacrifice. But I think about yes, ma'am. Oh, so you about to say something? No, I just no, think no. about us as children a lot, and our heavenly Father as our actual Father. And so in my head, I just connect a lot of things to like us being kids. Like yeah. children need rules and like some guidelines or something because children are so uneducated, just like we are human we don't know everything like the most high does so i mean a child can run themselves into accidentally killing themselves if they don't have those rules and those guidelines and like it's the same thing for us exactly it is it is but we rebel and and that's and that's why the scripture says we we abuse ourselves to too much liberty because you you think you're doing something liberating but you finna hurt yourself yeah for a temporary fix Facts. That's a fact. To, to your point, see, when you said like uh, we're like children, it made me think about how Adam and Eve, like, went after they ate the fruit. That's when they realized they were naked. Like, hey, have you ever seen a little kid run around just butt naked through the house? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like we, we really were, we were meant to be like children. And eventually, right. we, but you know, that's a whole other story. Eventually be raised right, but, <laughs> but we was wild. <laughs> exactly. But all right, I'm about to take it a whole different direction. Well, not a whole different direction, but, um, I think, wait, my, which my, uh, send your question one more time. So I'm gonna sit up. Um, what was the question? See, that one was off the dome. I didn't write that one down. Oh, Basically, okay. um, your, your question was, do you think modern marriage is valued in this modern society? Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you think it's valued like the Bible? Yeah, yeah like the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, like the Bible. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Now we, now we finna get into it. So, okay. um, we don't, I, I think that most people today don't even understand what, don't even know what marriage is really um 
Ooh, see, you cut into my next questions. Oh, word. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> she said, my next question. <laughs> Stop, Stop it. Stop it. Y'all not going to clown my today. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love my accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm weak. Um, <laughs> truly, truly, they don't, they don't even have the proper understanding of what marriage is. And they like, mm-hmm. for instance, they take, they take becoming one, uh, they, they become, mm, can't talk. They we, take. We keep reaching down because my dog. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep We know. Nikita doing too much. <laughs> too much um they don't understand what it means to really become one flesh they don't understand the responsibility that that comes with it and one big thing they don't understand a lot of people don't understand is they don't understand the the, the forgiveness that has to come along with it as well Facts. and i'm going back to the previous point when i was talking about god in israel how uh israel kept dealing with these other guys they kept sending uh, like th- at one point they were creating a, a molten uh, idol like a calf and sacrificing their kids to that cat is they were wilding. So it's just like just out here wilding. But the thing is, <laughs> they wild out to they wild out so much and yet the most high the most high punished them. So they were wilding so much, yet God continuously forgave them time and time again. Then he allowed his son to come down here and forgive all the sins all the way up into Adam and Eve. And it's like people don't seem to understand that we should be able to forgive our spouse for it. We, we should get to the point where we should be able to forgive our spouse for adultery as well. Like they don't, I know I'm going a little bit off, but they're not, they're not, they're not understanding how serious marriage really is. Like and, once you marry, and, 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 and that's what it is. And that's what it is. I was about to say, I, I think if we understood, not to cut you off, big bro, Go ahead, you but, not, but um, if, 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 if we understood the magnitude of marriage, we would understand the magnitude of why forgiveness is so important within marriage. Exactly. Because um, I was I was having a conversation with um, shout out to Perfect Sound Studios in LA. I was having a conversation with um, Perfect Sound Studios from Los Angeles about music. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the one of the brothers had had admitted he was going through a divorce over a situation, and um, and not to put his business out there, I won't say his name. But long story short. His wife had cheated within the marriage. He had cheated before they was married. She had gave him before they got. She had forgave him before they got married. Gave him a second chance because they were married. He wasn't willing to give her a second chance. And I told him to give her a second chance. I said one because you made the same mistake. I said two because um of course you hold her accountable. Now if she's not gonna be accountable, then there's no reason. I mean, not much you can do. You got to move forward on your own. But um I told him to give her a second chance because you gotta understand if. The amount of forgiveness that the Most High has to have to forgive us for like all that Silky was just naming and all the stuff we still doing even after this podcast, you know what Bro, I'm saying? I didn't even, I, I barely scratched it. And then get into all of the I list of the sins we bottom with. The amount of forgiveness the Most High has, has for us, we have to have that for our spouse. Because this exactly. is somebody who said, for, I said, for better, for worse, with somebody said, for richer, for poor. And if this is the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, hey, we're going to facilitate that so it can happen. And prayerfully, we'll facilitate it so well that nobody will step out and adultery won't happen. Okay. But, um, okay. If it does, I'm I'm praying that my heart is able to forgive. I ain't saying I got there yet. We talking about what we should be able to do. Yeah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> if I come home, she wilding out. I can't. Because that's gonna be my next question. Yeah. Like, that's question. Why is it if if say for instance, right? You're married. Everyone's married. If you value your marriage and you're doing everything that the Bible tells you to do and everything like that, why would you even step out? Like, where would they even? You, you, you know, I'm gonna tell you. I, I think I think you would. You you would. You would. I can't talk. You would not essentially 
because you're actively practicing those laws and statutes and commandments that come with the scripture and the structure that the Bible provides. But I mm -hmm. think you would. Because we're human. I was about to say, CC, in a moment of weakness, because the Bible yeah. says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah, and true. Facts. That, that malignant root that Silky was explaining from the beginning that started with Adam and Eve, that's in our DNA. That's why the flesh is always battling the spirit because it's in our DNA to make those fleshly mistakes. I guess it's just my hope that the fleshly mistakes that we make aren't adultery. I, yeah. ra I'd rather you just lie to me or something, don't you? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I bought this purse and I didn't tell you for like six months. Word, word. That's expensive. Like that. Put, like that. That. Put us in debt. Put us in debt. Put us in debt. Don't cheat oh. on me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I rather, I rather, I rather deal with that. I, I ain't trying to be a James. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I, I ain't there yet. If I find another grown man in my house, he won't walk out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but <laughs> but to that point, that's why Paul said, "I die daily," because you like you have to really fight your flesh every single day. Like, every day, like you have to find some sort of like routine to to every. really put your body in, under under subjection. Every and day, you have to fight. Like even. Well, yeah, 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 every day. But I, I mean, to cut you off from your point. Yeah, my point was done. Maya, was that was that it for your question? Yeah, that's it. But I thought C said had something to say. Yeah, so I was gonna say, I feel like adultery is like the number one thing we hear about a lot in today's society, it and is. why it leads to a lot of um, divorce is because like people are going into marriage really broken, without yes. healing, yep. without. Yes. I mean. A lot of them maybe don't seek that relationship with God or anything higher mm -hmm. than themselves. And then you're stepping into this covenant broken and there is no foundation. So it's like, it's going to exactly. lead to adultery. It's going to lead to divorce and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that even leads to like, even if we're not talking about marriage, like just a relationship, mm -hmm. yeah. the controlling aspect, like when you are broken, you are more likely to be controlling to your partner. Yep. And so with us speaking about like leading versus controlling, I just want to get into that side too, because there's some things that come to my mind when I think about someone who's controlling and it doesn't coexist with a man who is of faith. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to be mm, a, wait a minute man and be controlling because that's insecure. True. We about to say Maya. But you got some people, though. Actually, I can't even put some. I'm not trying to categorize anyone. But you have some people who are in the church every day and everything like that who control their wives. You hear a lot of examples or a lot of stories from cults that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's, I feel like that's, that's not a relationship with God. Like you that's are not. abusing the name of Christianity or the name of... Yes. Uh, you see a lot of that through what's that religion in like Utah and stuff mainly Mormon, Mormon? yeah you see a lot of quotes through that um, I'm gonna tell you um, I think the easiest scripture to explain it is um, um, Christ said many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and they shall deceive many so you got a lot of people Christ was talking about Christians you got a lot of people who are Christians so called because they're coming to others in Christ's name saying, yo, I believe in Christ, but they're still deceiving. They're still deceivers. Mm -hmm. And I think those are the, those are the, those are the biggest examples we see today. Like you said, those hypocrites who are not living within the ramifications of the scriptures and they know it, 
but they think others can't see it. So just so much like the Pharisees, they pretend to be one way in public, but behind closed doors, they're another way. So I think um, I think that's the majority of the Christian church. I'm not trying to be drastic. I think there's 99% of the Christian church. And um, and he ain't I, lying. And I think for a long time, I was hurt to say it. And I'm speaking from experience. I think for a long time, I was probably one of them. So that's why, mm-hmm. that's why I tell people True. all the time, when you live, when you truly, and that's why Christ says the path is straight and narrow. Like I, th- I think about the, the life the disciples lived, and I tell people all the time, the disciples was getting death threats and getting murdered for this doctrine. Do you see that in the modern Christian church? You don't. And I'm not saying pastors need to be walking around scared for their life. But what I'm saying is, what was Christ teaching in his doctrine that they're not teaching? Because this prosperity doctrine, y'all, y'all are very accepting of. But I, I see marriage doing this. I see church numbers doing this and marriage doing this. So what is actually being taught in the pulpit? And that's the question. Y'all are not teaching the doctrine of disciples. Y'all are teaching some foolishness. Y'all know who Christ was talking about when he said y'all going to be deceiving people. But anyway, I hope that answers your question. Because Even to that, like, when I be on Instagram, some of these, like, new age pastors and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't I'm gonna put out. I am so scared of pastors on social media. Yes, it's something about that. Yeah, so you posting three times a day. Like I understand, social media is the platform today to get to as many people as possible. But I don't know. They'd be like flashy, and everybody can't see. Feel weird. Exactly. (laughs) And they be doing it for shows sometimes too. And that's what I was about to say. I I, I think I think y'all being women, I think women have a better eye for vanity than men do sometimes. Well, I don't know if that's true, but. I know y'all y'all can recognize flamboyancy faster than us, mm-hmm. because because it's it's more in a woman's nature to be flamboyant than it is a man's, mm-hmm. and that's okay. That's in y'all nature. But when you see a grown man that's supposed to be a pastor on social media, vain and oh, being flamboyant, you like ah oh, that don't that don't sit right with me. You supposed to be a humble man of the Most High, it's, exactly. and it's not even about for me. It would it wouldn't be about the frequency of the post. It's about the content of the post. But now yes. the content is messing up the frequency because now I don't I don't want to see you too many times. Because you most yeah. of them posted. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I'm yeah. talking to you. But yeah, that's, I feel you 100% about them pastors. But yeah, but, but let, let's get into some of that controlling nature you were trying to explore. Because I'm curious. You got the yeah. point. I did have a point as far as controlling wise. Like even biblical lens. As far as it's like, it's like um, even when you look at uh, Abraham's son Isaac, when they sent their servant to go get uh, a wife for him, they had dumb bread back then. They could have bought their whole house and all of anyways. Um, when he went out to a certain land to go get Isaac's wife, mm-hmm. he Abraham told him, like, hey, look, um, I want you to find a woman to who's gonna offer you water, offer you and your your uh Camel. your, your camels. And um he had some people with him as well. I, I, I see you knowing the story. I know I'm proud of her. Look, I'm trying to because Maya know. I'm trying. DC still uh, learning, but Maya know. Look, I'm, I'm trying. I'm okay. trying. I'm still learning too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Let me make sure I got. He could have like, well, the culture back then, especially the culture back then, was uh, courting more so. But mm-hmm. there, there was still that option for the woman because he's like, okay, once she offers you the water, like, she wanted to come back to the land with you to marry Isaac. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that was still her option, and even, even and that's just more proof as to like righteous men still giving women always the option because like she could have, she could have easily said no. Um, I don't. I think it would have been too late once she got there. But at the same time, she still could have said no once she got there. Once she yeah. saw it, you know, who knows? So it's, there's still always that options, especially with righteous men who yeah. drive the most high. Yeah. That controlling aspect isn't there. It's not. 
because um, it's the accountability is there, but the control of nature isn't there because any a lot a lot of control of nature comes from insecurities, right? And any my fault. Let me get this right. Any sort of insecurity can be filtered through Christ if if that's really a foundation. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think for those men, I don't I don't understand what she's doing right now. I, I think for those men who um, I think for those men who have that control in nature, I think yeah. what they lack is understanding that Christ is their is their their head anyway. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to lead yep. their lives without being led themselves, and you got to submit to the Most High. Yes, sir. Before you before your wife gonna submit to you, bro. When I think about controlling, that's literally what the essence of it is. Like, if a man is, versus a woman or a man, to go either way, like trying to isolate you. Like, mm-hmm. you are yeah. not my God. Why are you trying to isolate me from my friends and family? Yeah. Or, um, you have to ask permission for anything. Oh my gosh. I had this coworker back in the day. I'm not going to say her name. She had to ask her man for permission for anything. We were going to like this. Um, Maya, do you know what drop night is? Back mm-hmm. at like, Yeah. We were going so to drop night, which is totally a work related event mm-hmm. where like some pilots are finding out their aircraft. Like it's totally work related, but people drink and they get a little loose and stuff. And she had to ask to go there. I'm like, first off, we're enlisted. You can't mess with none of these pilots anyway. If yeah. it was like stuff like that, anywhere we're going to the mall, like okay. if it was what <laughs> if it was with a group of people, like she had to ask her man for permission. If he said no, she did not go. And I'm that just rushing the wrong way. Maybe I'm too much of a new age woman where I'm like, I'm gonna let hey, you yo. know where I'm going. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna let I you can't. know where I'm going, but I have discernment not to put myself in crazy situations. Exactly. And if I'm doing something with some, like a group of friends, most likely you're gonna already know my friends. But I shouldn't have to ask you for, for permission. I'm gonna let you know. Let me ask you, let me ask you one question. Were they married or were they just dating? Just dating. They're not married. Oh okay. All right. Well, okay. That, that's, that's a little bit different. different. I mean different. a long time relationship, like years, but not married. Married in the eyes of most. They might be they're probably married in God's eyes at that point. Commonwealth <laughs> <laughs> state. The reason I ask that is because in in a marriage, that so Paul says this. Paul says a husband's body does not belong to himself; it belongs to his wife, and the wife's body doesn't belong to herself; it belongs to her husband. So in a marriage, I I would very well, as a man, even get my wife's permission. Like my squad want to go somewhere, I'm like, hold up, let me check my wife. Baby, my niggas want to slide. She cool? All right, cool. Let's make this move. And for me, I'm fine with that only because I understand what Paul said. My body no, no longer belongs to me. Two become one. So if something happened to me, something just happened to you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, that's marriage. That way, that's marriage. Look You're going to say way, yes. That's, cool. a... that's marriage. But I, in a long-term relationship, I get it if marriage is the goal. Like, if y'all are trying to operate like you're married because married is what y'all I get that. But I do think certain boundaries do have to be set. But I think that goes back to what Silky was saying earlier. Back in the day, that's why courting courting existed before Dayton did. Because if somebody was courting, he wouldn't have the opportunity to have that authority over her unless she was already his wife anyway. Because the courting process would make sure, make sure that's the thing. Like, like he would, he would court her for a certain amount of time. And then the question would be, 
from her father or from whatever man is in her life, you're going to marry this woman? If you're not, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so, feel like... The relationship would have been a marriage. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Because now you got, me, you got me thinking now. You got me thinking. Like, long-term relationships, is hard for me to... Because I don't see myself getting one... Like, if it's been past six years, that's good. I'm not being a part of it. Like, I don't have a lot of respect. I don't, even, I don't have a lot of respect for long-term relationships. So... I'm going to keep it 100. The older if you acting get, like that, you are controlling and toxic. I agree. I, I feel like the older we get, the shorter the time gets. I'm 27. So mm-hmm. if I'm dating you for more than two years and I don't know if I want to marry you or not, what am I doing here? What are you doing? Facts. What am I doing here? Facts. I feel like, and this is me. Yes. I, this isn't biblical. This is just Andre Rashad. I feel like a man knows within six, to, six, six months to a year. Steve Harvey said that. That's my uncle, Uncle Steve. <laughs> what? If he wants to marry a woman or not. Now, it doesn't mean he might want to marry the current version of her. He might want to see her grow. But I think a man knows. Yeah. There's a lot of variables that go into it. Absolutely. Um, Like, for instance, even a girl at your job. um, Like, for instance, you said they was regular. I ain't trying to deviate off the topic. There's a lot of variables that can go into situations like that. And like what Dre said. Yeah. Like, for instance, the girl at your job, if she had a previous drinking problem before, and she's just like, you know, she has, she's weak to that temptation. And her, her boyfriend's like, hey, look, stay home. Because I already know you might fall to that temptation. Yeah. He's oh. taking care of her in that way. I yeah. understand that. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that's good. Like, I, you I, don't I, say me no, you have to give me a reason. And it has to be a valid reason. Not right. necessarily right. saying, don't just tell me no, because you, you know, you're being controlling. And it's just right. no. No, tell me no. And then explain to me. And if, not saying if I agree with you on that no, but. If it's from yeah. God and you didn't talk to God and you, God's just like, nah, then right. let me just back back. With her, if it was with any group of people, it's a no. Mm. <laughs> All right, so come on, let's talk about some more variables. Yeah, some more. <laughs> right, yeah, that's the two things that pop in my mind. Uh, it's right. isolating, which neither, none of these things I've really experienced, but this is just what I think about when I think about controlling. Oh, wait a minute, the password sharing. Oh. Password sharing. Oh, all right. Well, you don't see my problem out. with that after marriage. Uh, my hold, phone on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick, besties. I know y'all were locked into the conversation, but I just want to put you on real quick, okay? Do y'all oftentimes feel tired throughout the day, no matter how much sleep you got the night prior, or is it just me? What if you could eat a candy that looks and tastes like Starburst that gives you sustained focus and energy? because it's fueled with B vitamins and Bacaba plant. Well, I offer that through my online business. Head over to my website, glowwithcc.com. That's G-L-E-A-U-X-W-I-T-H-C-I-C-I.com. Go ahead and type in Slay the Day and these Focus Soft Chews will pop up. By the way, they're cranberry apple flavored. Listen, you don't have to believe me when I tell you they're delicious. But I promise you, they are. Go ahead and find out for yourself. Before, okay. or after marriage. Hold on, wait, wait. wait. But, yeah, so. uh, this is. Let's just talk for the general public, because a lot of them aren't married, especially the, our demographic, younger folks who listen mm-hmm. to this. They aren't married. I, and I then we can it, talk about marriage too. Okay, so password sharing. I think, I think it depends on the reasoning. For example, me yeah. personally, my woman is going to be my partner. I might need her for something. I run my whole entire music business and my training business through my phone. I do everything off of my phone. I, I get my phone connected to my MacBooks and my files share. So 
<clears throat> it's nothing for me to hand my phone to my wife or not my wife, my girl. If I need something from her and need some help and be like, here's the password, do that for me. And then I also know it's nothing to hide in my phone too. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a phone. But also know um, password sharing is very delicate for some people because not just because we've all had traumatic experiences with that in the past. I think um, being exposed, even if we don't have anything to hide, sometimes it's uncomfortable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think it depends on the situation. I think the reasons a lot of people want to get into phones are insecurities. So yes. I think those insecurities should definitely be addressed. And like, mm-hmm. we're not going to ignore the insecurities. Let's address those. But yeah. I don't see anything wrong with the code sharing if a healthy conversation is had beforehand and we have a mutual understanding. Exactly. I, I'm just not going to give you the phone because you're insecure. I think we need to have that conversation. And mm-hmm. in the midst of having that conversation, I, I don't like my phone in front of you because that's not what it's about. It's about you overcoming that insecurity. And then, you know, we can then we can share the phones. But um, I don't know. Like, that's that's a great question. Speaking from my perspective, I have had, not very traumatic, but with a man cheating on me, it did cause me to... I needed all his passwords. This is the younger CC. I had all his passwords, right? Because after it happened, it was like, okay, you lost all your trust with me. So now I need everything. And then that allowed me or drove me into always checking. always checking yeah. social medias. You went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I had myself on a little schedule. Like, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and so then moving forward into a new relationship that I was in, I check myself to now it's a difference because every man or partner you're going to have while you're dating until you're married, people are different. We're all human. We're so different. So it's like with that person, I didn't feel any need at all to um, <coughs> be checking Sorry. his social medias or to be logging into his phone because it was just trust. Like I already knew he won't about none of that. But I also had it in me where I was like, what if something does happen and I feel like insecure and I want to log into his phone? Like I will have this mental battle with, well, Sierra, you can't do it because you've already been that crazy person. So like, you cannot do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It does create that's, like a, but you know what? That's a reasonable. And that's why I said it's situational because yeah. for your situation, knowing you've been on that road before, the most healthiest option probably would, would be for you not to have the password. Yeah. But for somebody who it doesn't mean much to, <clears throat> excuse me, it wouldn't it wouldn't be much of a thing. So yeah. um, I, I think there's two two things that go along with that. It's either trust or respect. Um, like like you just say, you, you lost your trust in that man, so you wanted you felt the need to go through the phone. Um, also, it's like and one of the respect things also on respecting each other's boundaries. Like, do you um, do you feel entitled to having to just to have their um, their 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 passwords just because right. now you're shit not you know before marriage like you're not even there yet and you just right. feel like it's just it's two things that go into because if I I haven't had this problem myself but I I, I know I know of women who who just kind of had a lack of respect for their man so they felt as though they can just kind of like overpower him mm-hmm. and just like take control over like his his whole situation and they weren't even married you know what I'm saying. So it's just that's a good point. It's just two point two two things that go along with it: trust and respect. That's so true. But yeah, I, I do agree. Like marriage is a different thing. We are one. 
I ain't got nothing to hide. I want you to have everything, especially like safety reasons, like like you were saying. And and you know what? Um, not not to bring up Levi's death, but that was something that kind of made me change my perspective on passwords too, because Silky got all my stuff. Because but none of us had Levi's information, and we needed to get into his phone for a lot. Mm. And I was like, damn, like not even even the shorty he was talking to, nobody mm-hmm. had that information. Mm. And that, and that, that made me reevaluate how 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 many self-defense mechanisms we all have. Even Levi, rest in peace to him, but he talked about it in his yeah. music. When you listen to Two Golds, you'll hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was he was honest about that. But yeah. that's what I really thought about. Um I thought about for myself, if something was to happen to me, out of course Silky, but who else could, you know what I'm saying? And of course nobody else, because right now I ain't got no shorty. But if yeah. if I had one, I would want the girl that I say I love that I'm building with to have that information too. Because it's like it's I get I get the self defense, but at the same time at some point I gotta stop self sabotaging. But yeah, Ooh. there's it depends. It depends. That's what I'm saying. It depends. It's very situational. It depends because how far along are we? We gotta have that trust. I can't be talking to you for two weeks and you got the whole thing. You feel me? Like, no, exactly. That's crazy. No. That's a dead mission. Rest in peace to the mission. That's it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. But shout out to uh, my mama's co-worker Chelsea because she's the one who brought that up for real shout out to her about that, yeah. and I was like okay that is very controversial so let me go ahead and bring that up Pass- password change I, I want to get into all the controversial questions yeah do forward. you have any on your mind right now look let them out I don't have no more questions so nope. there are some know. things I want to speak on like Ooh, let's get into well, it I want to speak on leading again. There was something else, like, in the beginning, you had mentioned something, Dre. Um, being the example. Yeah. So I feel like with being the example, this is something that I've just experienced in my relationship. So maybe I'm a little salty about it, and I'm lost. <laughs> but... <laughs> let it out. Let it out. space. We're here for that. <laughs> I've experienced men who cannot apologize first. So I mean, well, that's to just... me... Right. And it's like, I don't know, in a secular way, like, yeah, you you understand that men have like an ego and you always think you're right, blah, blah, blah. But that is so false. Like, that's not God-like at all. And the fact that, like, why am I man enough to to keep apologizing first, even if maybe you feel like you're still right? Like, don't you value the peace? Like, don't you value let's just having some open dialogue to figure out a solution to figure out like where we can where we can um compromise at. So it, it needs to start with like an apology. Whereas I just experienced man who can't do that. And so I'm like, you're not a great example. That's not leading at all. If you were a true leader, you would be that type of example. But that's where my mind is. I mean, no, no, no. You make a valid point. No, go ahead. Peace over everything. Facts. Peace over everything. Everything. I tell you. Listen, my my nigga. Listen. (laughs) Peace. Peace over. This life is gonna keep forming weapons against you. I need peace. I need peace. (laughs) I be telling niggas, I don't care how thick the shorty is. I don't care how beautiful she is. I don't care about none of that. If she don't bring me peace, get the. I'm not gonna curse. I don't give a damn about that. Mm-hmm. Be my peace. For real. 
speak I to the people. I come home from a long day of dealing with white folks to, to, to this? No. I'm not I doing don't need that. It. Exactly. Amen. So, there's this um there's this elder at my church. She was actually this, I think, either Saturday or within the past week. And he was talking about how, like, um, like uh, the proper role of the household, because he's been married for uh, like 20-something years, whatever the case is. And uh, he was talk- saying how, like, you know, in the stereotypical in the stereotypical nuclear family, the man go out work, the woman be, you know, the housewife, blah blah blah. And he was saying how, um, like, if you come home, we all like, you come home, there should be peace in the household. Peace should be above everything else between y'all. Um, and he was like, even if y'all are butting heads on a certain topic, he was like, it's the man's role as the leader to be able to like, let's like tell her, tell his wife, like, hey baby, let's take a step back. Look, we we have different opinion right now, but right now we're not gonna allow this to cause like a rift, to cause a problem between you. Know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. That is leading. See that exactly. Come on, yeah. make me take the blanket straight, off. Straight from the, straight from the <laughs> mouth. I was wearing a blanket. Look, <laughs> but 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 straight from the mouth of the goat right here. But that, but that's what I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying because like back to what you were saying, CC. I think um, I think that's a there's a false sense of pride that comes with a deep insecurity in men and women who can't be accountable enough to apologize when they're wrong. Because I think with being wrong comes accepting the fact that a change has to come. And if I never accept the fact that I was wrong, I never have to change my actions. And every, every step that it takes to change is, is that's, that's like a, um, that's like a, I call it a necessary evil. You know what I'm saying? No matter how hard or uncomfortable it is, you got to take those steps. You got to do it. You, you yeah. got to yeah. do it. Gotta do Especially it. for men. Me, me and Silky had these conversations all the time. Dragons. Every, <laughs> yeah. every, there's, every man has to be a monster to a certain extent. And the reason I say that is because in life, you're going to fight other monsters and dragons. And the only thing beating another monster or a dragon is either the hero or the monster. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And for me... The, the hero is a monster himself, but he just controls it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like mm-hmm. when I'm overcoming, when, when we're facing these evils in life, because these evils are huge, we got to be crazy enough to, to overcome it. And, and it's mm-hmm. like, for me, it's like, um, how can I explain it? Um, that takes a certain level of accountability. Mm-hmm. And it takes a certain level of being, being okay with being uncomfortable. And, and I think apologies are very uncomfortable. All of them yeah. are. Especially for a person you love, because it's like, damn, I'm wrong. I probably hurt you. I probably did whatever. Yeah. And now I got to mm-hmm. own, own up to that and tell this person I love, like, look, I apologize. I'm sorry. And I will also say, sometimes, from a man's perspective, they might not have a woman who will give them the grace to even change their actions. But if you know you have a woman who is mm-hmm. allowing you that space right. to change, who is being patient with you, mm-hmm. apologize, bro. <laughs> That goes that goes into that forgiveness that people don't really um, take into account. It, you, you have to forgive, and to a certain extent, you have to forgive because some people, once it once it keeps popping up in your head, you are gonna keep on bringing up that same old feeling that that came along with that. Um, don't read me. <laughs> look, don't read. Oh. It. It's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, look, um, he he's speaking facts. Yeah, because um, what? <laughs> proceed. Um, baby, because I ain't forgetting. No, I'm playing. Let me stop. Let me stop. Uh, <laughs> We gonna get that. We gonna get that. Yeah, still we're working on, on ourselves. Exactly. Of course, we we all we all got we all got something to work on each and every day. Um, but that that's I was gonna bring up um a point um that I'm not trying no disrespect to our sisters, but our sisters have to create a space for us to lead too, 
like like yeah. you just said, they have to. They also have to give us, you know, the grace. They have to forgive, but they have to create that space for us to lead as well. You just made me think of that. That's Sorry. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I just made me think of a question. But as a sister, <laughs> as a sister, I need Wait. to know that you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So my question for you, or for both of y'all, have y'all encountered an alpha woman or a dominant woman? Yes. Oh, oh, have I? Yes. I but, mean, yes. okay. Like, I, 92.7% of what's out here right now. <laughs> but but I, I think I think that's that's a defense mechanism. I don't think those women want to be in that position. I think they're in that position because they think they have to be. Right. And and then they get married to being in that position when that's not the position you're supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Um that the there was a young lady I was talking to recently where um it took us months and months of back and forth dialogue for her to really just admit that I was so damaged that um I did everything I could to control the situation between me and you because I didn't want to be hurt again. But in that, now you're hurt again because now we won't work out because yeah. of um, because of your unwillingness to do certain things. But mm-hmm. that was a dominant situation. And um, I, I, I can give more detail if you want, but I hope I answered your question. Like, um, I think we encounter them all the time. And I, I, I think there's multiple reasons why. Stop. I, th- I think we can argue that um, she's crazy. That's one of them right there. She bad. But um, <laughs> no, but um, I, I, I think we can argue that the men in their life feel that their job, and that's the reason they feel like they got to be that way. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we can also argue that or the, or the lack of men, the the lack of real men. Yeah. I, and that's what I was about to say. I, th- I think I yeah. think the lack of real men in their life, they never saw what real wholesome masculinity is. They never yeah. saw a man who was. Oh, I love that wholesome yeah. masculinity. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> for real, because I feel like they never saw a man who was honorable, who was right, who who had who had who had necessary confidence and pride, but it wasn't like to the point where he was destroying everything around him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, a, a man who was stable. You know what I'm saying? A, a man who who she could be her vulnerable self around, whether it be a father, mm-hmm. uncle, brother, whoever. Um, I, I think a lot of a lot of a lot of the sisters that we've come across, they've never had healthy relationships with men, period, before. So so when they reach one, it's too good. When they when they got a chance at one, it's too good to be true. And they self sabotage. And they self sabotage. Oh, yeah. Can I make like, a confession? Like a son. Uh, so confession. I'm kind of scared of being one of those women, like, and that's one of the reasons why. I am so slow on dating and like I've just been dragging my feet on even dating anyone mm-hmm. is because I don't want to add any more damage to myself. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to add anything to my plate. Exactly. That could possibly turn you into become bitter. Nikita's acting a fool. Please finish. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Please finish. Nikita is cutting up. Because I'm like, what is going on? But um yeah, I don't want to add anything else to my plate. Like, even when it comes to intimacy, like bodies, I don't want to add that. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to add any more hurt. That'll make it so I don't want to add, yeah, any more hurt to myself. Um, and that's why I'm kind of just like dragging my feet on dating. And I'm just praying to God that He'll just like throw a man my way, like just magically make a man. <laughs> I be telling God, He got to fall from the sky. He got to like, on the on car. Yeah. So, can't. Okay. Of course, no. So I'll say this. Um, 
I'm gonna say I'm gonna say for both sides because you know there might be some brothers out there listening as well. Just like we have to be a man consistently, like no matter what, like we we have, we go to sleep a man, wake up a man. When we're by ourselves, we're a man. Women, how do y'all y'all? I don't want to say the how do y'all feel about the word submissive. I'm sorry. How do y'all feel about the word? Submission. I'm fine with it. We want to be. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Do. Oh, 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 you want to be? Right. Yes, <laughs> but if we want to be, if it's safe for us. If you want to be safe for us. So I, I love to hear that because one, uh, see, I sent you a video that I want you to, I, you know, of course, I'm a podcast. I'm, uh, I want you to uh, watch it. And Maya, you can send it to Maya, too, because um, it kind of it pertains to this topic as well. It's like okay. five minutes. Whenever y'all get a chance, watch it. Um, women have to be uh, consistently submissive. Like, they have to, I'm not saying, like, they have to allow every man they meet to lead them. But, like, like for instance, Sierra, you do a good job with being, keeping that, uh, you, you do a good job with keeping yourself in that state. And I and I and I'm, I'm bringing this up because like the the scripture says uh, a man a man uh, elder help me out uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I had a long day at work so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hurting a little Which bit one? that's uh, okay a man found a man uh, man found body finds a good yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. when yeah. he finds that woman she's already a wife and so yeah. she already yeah. in this point come on you gotta preach you gotta yeah. preach. Oh my mm. gosh! <laughs> no, facts. But she, she's already a wife. You already have to be in that. But situation. okay, go ahead. Oh no, my and, fault. And he's already a husband. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. Anyway, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. It's, thank, thank you. You had a question though. Oh yeah. yeah. No, no, I forgot. I'm pretty, it. Much, go ahead. I'm pretty much done. No, I forgot it. Go ahead. Oh, you okay. <laughs> yeah, I really forgot it. <laughs> no, I forgot <laughs> it. <laughs> so that that was that's pretty much what I was saying. You got to be in like just like men have to be in this already in that state women already have to be in that state as well absolutely i forgot what y'all said that made me think of that i just had um, to put it in there in response to i think what you said to make him think of that um when you was talking about um ask the question again <laughs> <laughs> i forgot do you remember cc as to why he said that i was just yeah, speaking I, on i want to put yeah. a halt on yes there we go. oh submission submission and and, and, and what led him to that so Putting a halt, I think it's wisdom in that because I think what happens is, um, no, but I do want to be realistic though. At all times, we want to present the best version of ourselves to our partners, and I yeah. think I think what happened in the situation with the young lady I was telling y'all about, she was a young lady who honestly, Proverbs thirty one woman, virtuous, mm-hmm. celibate to herself, handling all her business. Come on, Brian, but don't walk away. Is, uh, Come on, he, he, might, he, he messed with the dog. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I thought he was saying Dre was lying. Oh, no, 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 no. no. He, he's speaking facts today. He's speaking no, no, no. Every day, every day. Excuse me. My, All right, keep going. Keep going, Dre. Come here, because obviously you want attention. Come on, come on. All right, I right, So, um, Proverbs thirty-one woman, and her her biggest thing was she was so hurt before that um. She was unwilling to submit no matter how by the by the end of the conversation, she admitted to me, she was like, You never hurt me, you never lied, you never gave me any reason to not trust you. But I just can't trust you enough to make do certain things. And when I say that do certain sucks. things, because let me tell y'all, Dre oh. is an amazing man. She Thank you. that's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. But you know what I, though, I don't I, do that to somebody, son. But you know what though? Yeah, I, I'm I not gonna do that. Too. I have, I have my issues too, and, and, my, and I guess my issues are along the line of just the, the trauma and the pain I've been through and how I process that pain. But right. um, I um, 
I, I kind of opened up. I kind of opened up to her to, to a certain level about something, and um, her response. Yeah, you, you gotta move, girl. Come on, out of here. Come on. Um, her response to that kind of let me know maybe she wasn't ready for that, so I, I kind of fell back off of that. But um, I will say it was something that was so personal. Um, it it kind of made me want to close up. I was ready to self sabotage mm-hmm. too. Grateful mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't, but I was ready to, and that made me. Is that because? Is that because you regretted telling her something that was so personal? Absolutely, because her. Not only did she not reciprocate the energy, it made her fall back even more because it was heavy. Mm-hmm. Saying, and um, yeah, that is so disappointing when you share that. Disappointing, very disappointing. And yeah. and, I, and I'll I'll give you an example. It was something about my childhood, a trauma I had seen, yeah. um, dealing with death in the family, dealing with abuse and things of that of that sort. And um, that's extremely heavy. I get it. But when you ask me to be a certain level of transparent with you as to how I turned out the way I am, I have to give you the, these intricate details because mm-hmm. if, if if you are going to be the woman I spend the rest of my life with. I'd rather you know know these things now than later. You know what I'm saying? And we can build and grow from there. But that's why that's why I said earlier from the beginning, it has to be a tell show do. Um, if I charge myself, one thing I told her is whether me, me, you work out or not, I have an accountability to be a servant of the most high God. So with that being said, I have to be accountable. Of course I regret telling you these things. Of course I regret telling you about my childhood, but at the same time I don't, because the tell show do model I told you about in the beginning. No, no matter if, if it was you or another woman, I would have to tell you, I would have to show you, I would have to give you the space to do it. But the only diff, the only discrepancy here is when I gave you the space to do it, you ask for more space and then you keep you just keep asking for more space, you're never gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like you, said, like you said, like you said, for that kind of woman you feel bad for because she has all the qualities, but she's just so yeah. broke. And, yeah. and and you want her to heal, but I think the biggest thing for those women to realize is you can't heal alone. You can't. It's impossible. As much as as beautiful as beautiful as it would be for your triumph story to be, and that's why I think a lot of these books that we read on psychology are very misleading. As as beautiful as it would be for the story to be, I picked myself up by my bootstraps and I healed on my own. That is not the nature of the scriptures, and that's definitely not not the nature of a woman. You need a support system. You were designed to have a support system. That's why. I'm telling you, that's why the scripture said, trust in the most high with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. Yep. Your own understanding will have you out here down bad. Man, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, and I for yearn, real. And like, I'm I yearn you, to be proven wrong about word. what I've been through. I just want to be proven wrong. Yeah. You and, know what I mean? And, 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 and 100%, and I do believe, um, I do believe, because like, 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 like Big Elder said, a man finds a wife. So, I do believe a men a good good men will find both of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because because y'all are already wives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I I think it's the responsibility of a good man to see that and mm-hmm. approach it as such from day one. You know what I'm saying? So say men, the difference between men and women in that in that aspect is Dre said y'all are already wives. It take so women have to protect their value while men have to build their value up. Facts. So y'all mm-hmm. y'all wives tonight. Woo! Y'all wives tomorrow. In three months from now, five yeah. months, you know what I'm saying? You, you gotta protect that value. You gotta protect that white value. That's oh. real. You know what I'm saying? Bible says a man gotta prove himself. We have to show to you why we're husband We gotta get it out the mud. Come oh, on, look at y'all speaking facts. Men today would be so offended by you saying that. For real. Yes. Man, man. I don't give a damn what they got to think either. But, but I'm gonna tell you, they, they would be offended, but that's because they're not men. 
going to tell you, I have conversations with a lot of niggas who aren't men every day. And, and there's no disrespect <laughs> to them, but they're not used to, I think, because one, the society is so sensitive. Walking in full confidence of your masculinity on a righteous level is a different level. And you can see how even other men respond to that. When they're like, yo, why, why are you so secure and you confident in certain things? Why don't you need the validation that I need in certain areas? Or why don't you? And I'm like, bro, because Christ is my validation. I don't understand why I got to keep explaining this to you, my niggas, right there. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things where um, I, I think the men of this society won't like that because they've been raised by single women. I don't think they yeah. was raised by men. Mm-hmm. And, they don't know how to be a man. I know how to be I can't and, yeah. Facts. Facts. And, I, and, I, and I think the women of this society, they also lack the balance because they they was also they wasn't raised by proper men and women either. Broken women. Women who you have to shielding. realize. Yeah, you yes. have to realize when you've been raised by a broken woman exactly. and try to flip what you've seen. And that's a lot of work. It's hard. It is hard. It's a lot of work. But that's why I say there's a certain amount of work that you do do on your own because you have to study to show yourself approved. You have to do, but there's a certain amount of work that you need a partner for. And the reason I say that is like what I was telling the young lady, she was like, I don't know how to trust. I keep asking God to show me how to trust. I was like, when you ask the most how to show you something, he's going to put you in a position where you have to do it. Yeah. If, you're, if you're asking to learn how to trust, he gave you a, a, a situation where now you have to trust and you're yeah. still not doing it. Exactly. You can't, that's not something you can learn how to do alone. You will never Ooh. learn how to trust by yourself. Like, like you just woke up one day. All my trust issues gone. <laughs> Look, <laughs> and I, you, you, you have to be in a situation where you have to trust. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna give an example. My uncle was murdered. He was set up by one of his best friends. For years, I had trust issues behind that, and this is something that I shared with her. This wasn't the deep dark thing that I shared, but it was close to that level. And for years, I even had trust issues with my own brother. So he would never do nothing like that to me. But I had to deal with those trust issues. But and I'll it wasn't. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? I said I'll beat him up if he do. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no, that's, that's the big elder. He would, he would never do that like that. That's the big elder. You know, like the Spider Man <laughs> meme where it's like three Spider Man looking at each other. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's like us three. That'd be us three. But he honestly, truly, all my life, he's been a better brother to me than I've been to him. But I had that fear because it was an insecurity. But I'm going to tell you, it wasn't until I came out and had that conversation with him and learned mm-hmm. how to express that I got dealing with it by myself. I didn't beat it. How could I without effing trusting? I was about to curse, but yeah. I'm talking, talking about Christ. So I ain't really yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but wait, wait. Yeah, look. <laughs> but, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. And and I think to answer your question, your original question, Cece, I think that's what men and women, but especially women in that situation, have to realize when you are broken. I hate to give that new person an opportunity to hurt you. I hate to say it, you got to, you got to trust yeah. them. And same for the men. Oh, you got to okay. trust this woman enough to be vulnerable and apologize oh, yeah. and do these things going to stimulate growth. You got to be that vulnerable with your woman. Like whatever men don't be vulnerable. If a, if a man can be vulnerable with his wife, I don't know who he can, who he can be vulnerable with. Bro, you hurt. Exactly. You yeah. down bad. Oh, um, exactly. I it's, I don't know why you really made me think of a Nipsey Hussle um, interview, and he was talking. I mean, we already knew this, but he was like, "The greater the risk, the greater the potential return." He's talking like business. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what trust too, and like especially yeah. like especially um in the marriage, like you you're giving your all to your your husband or your wife, like bro, you you're, you're putting it all on the line, mm-hmm. and you you get a crazy return, or you can get like a crazy like oh, I forgot the um. Uh, 
Lord. Or you, you can get burned. So put it on the other 100%. 100%. Literally. No, I'm joking. But, <laughs> ah! but, Pause. 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 But um, the, I, I think the point, how can I say this? Well, you know what? I, I feel like y'all got questions and I, I'm just rambling. Mm-hmm. Who are you pointing at, bro? Wait, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Wait a minute. No, y'all answered. Y'all answered them all. Come on, really. I did um, have another question. Of course, what's your question? What's your question? The example. Um, like what was your first example oh, of a relationship yeah. in your life? My first example of a relationship, thankfully. Whether it's good or bad. Yeah, yeah whether it's good or um, bad. My first example, and, and I actually talked about this in my music, especially it was it was a, the song the song The Pain. That song. Um, my first example Ooh, of that a gonna relationship. They're gonna be the outro. Oh we <laughs> <laughs> the outro to the to the podcast interview. Yeah. The pain. <laughs> I wanted it to either be no games played, like something that vibes with the vibe of the podcast. Mm. So like either no games played, love you better, or a prayer. Cause That's I right. like the beats or like this vibe. Yeah, yeah. But does. keep going, keep going. <laughs> I, I would say I would say something like that, like no games played, love you better, or a prayer. They got like a great type of intro. intro. Oh, for real? Yeah, I've got okay, I've got this. Yeah, yeah. Ryan said it remind <laughs> remind him of uh, SZA. Okay. Mm, mm. Y'all got like an Aubrey-ish kind of intro. That's that's fire. Like something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what Drake was saying. <laughs> like if they had made a song. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Um but to answer your question, my first example of a relationship with my mother and my father wasn't um it it was a great example, but of course that it wasn't the best. But of course I will say um the beautiful thing about my mother and my father is I did see both of them grow. Now, my father passed away when I was young, so I didn't get to see a full example of that. And every other example after that was very negative. And it wasn't necessarily having to do with my mom. It was just everybody else in my family. The one other great example I have in my family is my Aunt Kat and my Uncle Gary. Um, Aunt Kat, she said it was the only avenue, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, that example has been very healthy and righteous. But um, rest in peace, Uncle Gary. But outside of that, um, very dysfunctional relationships throughout the family, cousins, aunts, uncles, whatever, mm-hmm. extremely dysfunctional. And that's that's some of the stuff I, I we wanted to explore with the music. And 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 not that I want to make this all about the music, but I always ask myself when I'm writing a song is how can these lyrics help the person listening to it consider their ways. Mm-hmm. Like, like how can what yeah. I'm writing right now make them say, all right, maybe I can consider my ways. In the scripture, Solomon yeah. said, my goal is to make you consider your ways. So if I can do that with every song or every verse or at least a couple songs out of the album, I did my job because now I, I at least have you considering your ways. So I hope mm-hmm. that kind of answers your question because I think the only way to heal is to consider your ways. I had to consider mine and realize that I was used to dysfunction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. Uh, I'll say my first example of a, a relationship was my my father's mother and my, my grandparents and they real 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 old they real old school with it and all uh, like for instance like I've only seen them kiss twice in my entire life like to this day and <laughs> they super old school with it <laughs> right I, I think I might have seen them hug they dabbing up in front of the kids <laughs> 
the most affection I see my grandpa show her in like in like a short span of time was like like two three years ago when they held like a like my aunt held a like a big anniversary party for their for the anniversary and you know they were dancing you know it was it was a beautiful night beautiful but that that was the most affection I seen them show in public like in my entire life. So I'll say this, like, I've noticed that growing up, like, difference, like, a difference thing, one thing, like, I, because I, you know, I grew up hanging around Dre all the time. Yeah. Fun fact, um, me and Dre go back three generations, so our grandmas know each other, our mamas know each other, and we grew up together. All right. Jeez, so crazy. Two, two goats. Crazy. Come on. <laughs> but, um, growing up with Dre, I noticed that I don't, I don't say I love you a lot, not as much as him. And you know, I still love. Remember, I say it to my family, but I don't say it nearly as much as I heard like Dre say it to his family members. And like, I, I as I got older, I started to see that difference, and I realized like, um, I realized that like that that stem. No disrespect to them, but that stems from them because they they show their love more so through their actions. Because my grandpa is retiring; he's still working his butt off while my grandma's at home retired and retired just chilling. And notice, you know, that that's what they want to do. But it's like my grandpa would work is, you know, they'll show their love through their actions. And that's something that I realized I had to, like, eventually get better on. I still don't say it as much as him, but I know I'm, for a fact I'm way better at saying it now. Yeah, like, but, like find a balance. And, yeah. and, and, he, and he helped me see that, too, because, like, I was, like I told you, raised by a bunch of women. I was very verbally affectionate, but my, because the lack of male presence in my actions weren't like with the words not not because i was malicious or malevolent just because no i just didn't know you know what i'm saying so i, I said that to say um when me and him was able to sit down and have some of those conversations as brothers we was able to examine like damn this is really why we got to find that middle ground we got to find that balance and, and like you said examining the relationships that we were exposed to growing up whether we do it through the music whether we do it through whatever examining those things we had to say Go ahead, go ahead. Oh. I was just thinking of something. Go ahead. Oh, examining those things. We had to say, I have to take take what I learned from this, break this curse, find a solution, and then make it better. Because when I teach it to my kids, I only teach it the right way. If mm -hmm. I have kids in this crazy-ass society. <laughs> but yeah. When? Because it's going to happen when. When? Stop. We don't have any doubt in our hearts. Look, I, I, I might, I'm, I'm probably going to get married, but... We might ride this thing out. We might have to. I mean, because Christ on his way back, he getting dressed. There's a scripture. He getting dressed. He got one shoe on. You get a shape up right now. I don't know. Not a shape up. Oh my gosh. There's a, there's a scripture that says For real. something about um, bless the like. It's, it's okay to have. I'm not gonna misquote it. Never mind. I'm leaving it alone. I'm leaving. It's in, it's in the wisdom of Solomon. The wisdom of Solomon is a book that he took out of the Bible. That's, so, a, that's another topic. So no. But just to piggyback off of y'all, um, my first, <laughs> my first relationship example was definitely my mom and dad, and so that was obviously very um, toxic and just a lot going on. Mm. So I would say, like the first time I started to. So there's actually two couples in my life who I can say like are good examples. And that's my uncle Byron and my aunt Naroshi. Um, so that's my dad's brother and his wife. I think like when I was younger, cause the first time I met her, um, I was six years old in Louisiana and <laughs> I had like gotten my clothes dirty, like from like sliding in the mud, like during recess or something. And she 
had to go inside the women's restroom to help me. I didn't know this girl yet, right? She's dating my uncle, or they had already been like a year into the relationship or whatever. So I'm just meeting this young lady, and I'm like, okay, so this is strangers helping me out. And when we got back to my grandmother's house, like I just kind of like. I'm six years old. I just kind of watched them interact with each other. And I think that was the first time I noticed like this difference. My mom and dad were very loving, but there was a lot of external things that caused toxicity. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I think my uncle Byron on Hiroshi, but like, like kind of what you were saying with your aunt and uncle, um, Dre, like I definitely have, my aunt Terry, Uncle Reese, who have been together since like forever, like <clears throat> since she was like a teenager and stuff, like yeah, and they just have withstanded like everything. They've lost a baby, you know what I mean, and like ninety percent of marriages divorce after losing a child, but they have just withstanded everything. So I definitely look at them too yeah. as examples. That's a real marriage right there. That's a real yeah. marriage. When you when you see those um old old couples now that have been together like 40, 50, 30 years, like mm-hmm. imagine all the life they went through together. Like it's mm-hmm. like like you said, miscarriage. Like I I've I've I i do not know any personally. But not I, miscarriage, actual baby, two oh, months. Oh, yeah. Lost a child. Yeah. Oh, so I have I'm so sorry, that's crazy. Oh uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear that for real. Cause there was a um dang. There um at my old church that I grew up in, there was a couple who went through that. Like after the child was born, it yeah. um, passed away, and I yeah. saw that how detrimental it was to them because they, they, of course, they took a break. They, they didn't come back to church for like a month or so. But I could mm-hmm. just tell, even um, his wife was was trying to be, you know, happy. You could just see it. Like she could tell she was different, and yeah. everything. You know, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But all praise, they're they're still together now today. So yeah, that's, that's that real love. That's that real marriage. Right there. Great example. Yeah, for real, for real. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mark. Come on. Um, yeah, you were getting away with quiet. You cut the light off. No, no, Chill out. Chill out. She cut the light off. She's trying to slide off the Um, For me, I don't have that many examples of good marriages in my family, unfortunately. Um, so how I try to view or try to base marriages off of is like the Bible one. Um, the only per- people that's married in my family right now is my dad and my stepmom, and not dissing a marriage, mm-hmm. but there's areas where I'm like, mm-hmm. you could be a little better in, and you could be a little better in, and I'm not judging them, but what works for them works for them, and what yeah. works for me may not, you know, work for them. Yeah. Um. There's moments where I feel like sometimes, okay, I'm like, Dad, you could be a little bit more affectionate or something like that. Because me, my love language is words of affirmation. And sometimes I do like receiving gifts. So it's just like some flowers. Oh, you like, like dang, that's cute. Yeah. But not not like that, though. But if you bring me some flowers, like on Mother's Day, for me, if, and I'm a person that like, I like giving gifts. So for my stepmom, if it's Mother's Day or whatever, I'm going to give her something. Compared to my dad and my siblings, they don't do anything at all. And maybe my stepmom, I don't know her love language. Maybe she's a woman that doesn't really care for gifts. Maybe she's a woman that, you know, just enjoy the quality time, you know? Yeah. And and that I think not to cut you off, but um mm-hmm. I, I think I think that's a communication thing which goes sure. back to with all all love and respect to your father. 
because he he made you and obviously your virtual was woman, but that's a good um, shout out to my dad. Word, shout out to him. Yeah. Um, that's my dog. Word. <laughs> um, with all due respect to him, like I said, um, I I think that's a communication thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's a communication thing where um maybe it's on him, and of course I don't know what conversations they had, but hypothetically speaking, it's on him to find out her love languages. Yeah. So they can meet in the middle. Because like like mine, for example, um, I really analyzed mine because that wasn't a question that even mattered to me until a woman asked me one day. I was like, damn, sisters really want to know this. Let me figure bro, this out. I didn't you know, know I didn't know it existed until like two years ago. Bro, I didn't bro, I that know. was like No, 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 like three years ago. That's what's so funny, bro. Like same. I, I didn't so know either. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, CC, it's so funny. Like, I read so many books on health, the nervous system, on like scriptures and whatever. I did not know the five love languages was a thing <laughs> at all. I was just getting yeah. through life without it. You know what I'm saying? I was just getting through life not even recognizing it. But getting older, I had sisters ask me that question. They're like, so what's your love language? So then once I figured once I figured out why, I analyzed why. And I was able mm-hmm. to answer those questions. And a lot of our love languages have to do what we feel like we've been deprived of, just for me personally. For example, yep. my first love language is, is physical touch. And not because I need something physical, because I've I've lost a lot of people in my life to death. I can't touch these people anymore. Can't be in their presence. So quality time and physical touch are top two for me. Just because, you feel me? Just because I've lost these people. Words of affirmation come next. Gifts is at the absolute bottom for me. Because I don't, when when my family loves me, I think they can do it through their actions. Like Silky, I don't really Mm -hmm. need a gift, whatever, like, Socks and boxes every time. I, I I'll be content the rest of my life. But See, <laughs> you're meant to be a dad. Like that's some real dad stuff. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, ring it back. Ring it back. You already got the dad cap on. Hey, all listen, right. All, 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 the, all these boys in the city is my sons. I'm already father. Look. Oh, stop <laughs> it. No, I'm on, on. <laughs> I'm always gotta do that. I'm joking, but um, on a serious note. But that's what I'm saying. Like. Nike socks specifically, but anyway, um, <laughs> on a serious note, that's I realized those those was my love languages, and once I was able to articulate that, I realized that it helped me in my love life. Now, whether somebody was able to give that or me meet them in the middle is different. Now, of course, right now, love like non-existent is situation I just told y'all about, but it's just one of those things where, like you said, like, almost like you said, my like realizing. Realizing your love languages and being able to articulate them to the point where people understand them, that's huge. That's that's huge. And that's why I think it's important for maybe it's for your pops to realize that. So so um him and his wife can kind of meet in the middle. And I'm sure I'm sure like you like you said, what works for them could work. Yeah, could be they've been together twenty some years now. Oh they so. oh they got they, they got the formula, they good. They it's good. working. Look, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Women working for them gonna work. They done been doing a we, lot. We need, bring, we need to bring them on a podcast and right. Them. something. <laughs> Word. If he was on a podcast, one of his, I think, an advice that he would probably say is, have somebody by your side that will go through thick and thin, literally through anything, because they have been through a lot. And one yeah. thing that I can say is that my stepmom's love for my dad has been unwavering. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that woman loves him, I'm just like, go ahead, girl, go ahead, because when they be talking to me, I'm like. Dad, I would have been love for you, okay? <laughs> but but for, her, for her, she's just like, hey, she had her moments, but she's forgiving. So going back to that, like he did some things and 
you know, but she was still forgiving. So right, yeah, I mean, she has that, she has that spirit that um yeah. that, that forgiving spirit that I mm-hmm. that me about, like you said earlier where exactly you have to you got to be willing to say um I got that I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just saying that's, yeah. that's in the past that's, that's where yeah. I love Word. that. Until, until mm-hmm. I, my fault. I ain't gonna get it recorded. No, no, you good, you good. Now, see, until I, until I, until I can analyze myself, and I know I, I hit certain milestones with like my, like I'm a patient dude, but I want to reach a certain level of patience because being patient now is different being than being like a patient husband or father. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. until I hit certain milestones, it's like just my patience and my forgiveness, I ain't trying to court nobody because that's, that's yeah. Cool. So yeah, what y'all, what y'all think about courting versus dating? Yo, there we go. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> courting is obviously what we want, but it's For like sure. today, like, do people know the difference? Some do. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't because <laughs> they they will consider talking as dating. Dating or that's not like dating. That. No, right. that's not that. They don't even I, know what. Chivalry is or chivalry is how you say it. They don't know what that is, unfortunately. Oh, chivalry. I, about yeah. That. Thank you. Thank you, my guy. Thank you. They don't my know what God. that is. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I have had this like controversial like question being asked to me. Is it okay to date multiple people at one time? Not and enough. I feel like I feel like it's okay for me to go on dates with multiple people, but once I'm in a courting stage. Now I'm zoning in on I'm being courted Absolutely. by this particular Absolutely. man. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it's it's okay to like when you when you're single to go out on multiple dates to get to know somebody. But like exactly. you said, once once it's solidified that this is the person I'm gonna focus on, it's extremely counterproductive to be uh, to be out on dates to be talking to anybody else. Yeah, right. And 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 I think that's ninety percent of the reason why most modern relationships fail, because we go into relationships with unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. You say, you know what? This is somebody I can spend my life with. Well, you know, damn well, you texting other people at 11 o'clock at night. You, you, you pulling up with other people, chilling with them. You're yeah. doing all these things. But you're like, oh, we're just talking. It's not that serious. It's still counterproductive. Exactly. Yeah. And they don't realize that. Yeah. It's they extremely counterproductive. And, and, and I was somebody doing that. That's, that's why I'm speaking from experience. I, I, I wasn't you learned. Words. I was asleep with multiple women. But if it was one woman I was talking to the most and we were serious, and I'm still texting all these other women. Nigga, nigga you kind of productive. You a goof. Like, right. Yeah. You super goof. Relax. Like, we're human. So, we can only focus on one thing at a time for real. And that's... We can get to polygamy, but we don't have that time. Uh, <laughs> we don't have that time, y'all. Let's go ahead and wrap up. <laughs> we're going to end on that note. Don't get it to Shout out to Maya's dad for a long... Straight up. Shout out to her Standing marriage. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as long as I've been alive, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's been real. It's it's been real. Thank y'all for this opportunity. I'm beyond grateful to to be in the presence. So excited to have y'all. Y'all did a great job. I hope so. I hope I hope I ain't talked y'all today. Yeah, we're just gonna let the let the listeners know that Nikita is a thing. Okay, Nikita is real, and she is out here for attention. She is a thing. If y'all want to see her, y'all know I'm going to plug the Instagram. At yes! Andre, uh, all of it. At Andre Rashad. That's A-U-A-U-N-D-R-E 
A-U-N-D-R-E, Andre Rashad, R-A-A-S-H-A-D. That's one word, no spaces, no underscores. Put it in, put it in your thing, you feel me? And, um, yeah, if you want to see Nikita, she's on my Instagram. She's a real thing. She's she's She thinks she's a person. Um, she a baddie, though. I mean, she's a beautiful doggie. She a baddie. Everybody says that. No, I'm beyond grateful, but I think she's a little bit too vain right now. So I'm, I, I don't want to keep. <laughs> yeah, she, she for her, so. she's, she's spoiled. She's she, spoiled. she knows she's pretty, and that's why she is the way with murder. All right, y'all. Run up. Thank you for your time on Apple Music, on all platforms, pretty much. Run up to GOATS. Yeah. Uh, Do it. We're going to give you a little taste at the end of this, at the outro. So enjoy. Bye. Yeah. I follow the most high who art in heaven. Every song that I write, he send a message. They got the money, I got the spirit leverage. Top of the morning, I'm talking daily effort. We almost tried it last time I dropped the record. Random people, they know me, I'm counting all my blessings. Started a movement, they called it KO7. Word of CC, we out here cold stepping, focused on humility. Praying people feeling me, knowing they only feel you when your verse is the epitome of that same dumb shit they got their cuz locked up. And now I'm toying with the thought to get my buzz back up. I can't believe it. But I'm too close to not achieve it If I lose my authenticity then I don't really need it Jealous of my cash up to hit that more than me And these be niggas that ain't even on my family tree Open hands, open heart, you still ain't doing enough When you was down I fed us both, guess I was doing too much And all I wanted was support but niggas try to take advantage I've been more, way more than Picasso with the canvas Ten commandments at the bar, so you know I set the standards I got rid of the bandage, I'm trying to show them the damage I know they hate me but they wonder Deep down how I manage They can't stand it But it's never going south Unless I planned it Cause we up It's time to re-up For this moment for 40 days and 40 nights Told myself if I do it that I'ma do it right Too many just playing it loose, I'ma keep it tight And pull my people out the dark to show them all the light I was born to fight so I ain't scared of their drama Pure thoroughbred from the same hood as my mama Third generation shell 